it sounds like Lincoln Riley got the message. You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fight on, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Culkin, and thank you for making Locked On USC your first listen every day. Whether you're going to watch the show on YouTube or wherever you're going to download your podcast, this show is always free, and I always appreciate your support. You can show yours. If you're watching on YouTube, become a subscriber. It's quick. It's easy. It's free. Click that red subscribe button. When you see the thumbs up, smash it. Hit it. It's really important to this show, and I don't want you to miss an episode, so make sure you're hitting that bell notification button, and that way you're covered. Today's episode is sponsored by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. What if I told you that Lincoln Riley is going to make defense the number one priority when it comes to choosing between offense and defense? Well, it's true. Lincoln Riley has apparently seen the light. He had an epiphany, repented, talked it to a burning bush, spoke with somebody. Whatever happened on Monday, Coach Riley told the media. What I told Coach Lynn, Danton Lynn, is my mentality going into it is we're going to do everything we can in this program to accelerate the process of us playing great defense at USC. Everything we do is going to be done with the defense in mind first. This was the first time uh, Coach Riley has spoken since the new defensive coordinator, Deanton Lynn, was hired. And Lincoln Riley was talking on the topic. And I loved what he was selling. Okay. He hit all of the right buttons when he spoke on Monday to the media. Let me repeat that. Everything we do is going to be done with the defense in mind first. Okay, get that, sink in, memorize that. I literally, I had to go back and make sure I heard that right the first time. He also said, there will be a lot of philosophical changes made in the program to adapt to Danton Lynn's defensive scheme. Uh, he mentioned the defensive line size. That was one of the examples he was keying in on. I continue to quote uh, Riley from Monday. There was there was a few kind of non-negotiables on my part, and they matched up with Coach Lynn, especially with the defense front, especially with the evaluation and size and the defensive front and how we want to play there. Not just fits that, it excels with that. We're going to teach, going to develop in a different way to make sure we fit exactly what we want to be defensively, end quote. Now, what Lincoln Riley didn't do is he didn't mention what type of line specifically, but the I think everybody inferred from his comments, he meant he wanted to be bigger across the line. Maybe not necessarily 300-pound defensive end rush-ins, but USC definitely needs to get bigger especially in the middle of that defensive line. In fact, I could have swore he said something about getting bigger and badder. <laughs> Excuse me. He went on to say that size and style up front 
and adapting well to the talent personnel on a team are two areas where Danton Lynn stood out. So he was talking about why he made that hire, why he was the right choice. Look, I saw all I needed to see when UCLA took USC behind the woodshed. That sold me then that, you know what? I think this guy has the defensive chops to get it done. He did it in less than a year. He didn't inherit a, you know, a, a roster that was you know, deep with defensive talent. So what he showed is he knows how to relate to players. He can get the message across. And he can do it in a short amount of time. So, as I said, I liked what Lincoln Riley was selling when he spoke to the media on Monday. Now I want to see him deliver. Talk the talk. Let's back it up. Let's walk the walk. So, Coach, you, you kind of admitted you had a problem. And that's, that's the first step. You admitted it. The next step is you're going to act on it now, right? Don't slide back into what feels comfortable. Trust your offense. And trust your decision that leaning towards the defense when it's time to kind of feed the house, you know, when it's the right thing to do, go defense first, offense second. Follow that North Star. And I, that's another area of growth, I think, that we got from, from head coach Lincoln Riley. <clears throat> now, my everydayers are going to remember uh, USC's athletic director, Jen Cohen. I mentioned this on yesterday's episode of Locked on USC, that she was recently interviewed by the LA Times. And I, I mentioned how she gave her vote of confidence for Lincoln Riley. Let me, let me repeat what she said uh, regarding you know, the 2023 season and, and how disappointing it was. First of all, really disappointing year. We had big goals, and we have high expectations for us here, and that's why we're here. Uh, he, Coach Lincoln Riley, loves the pressure of that and the expectations of that, and so do I. So disappointed and frustrating, not just for the coaches and the players, but obviously for our fans and our former athletes. That's not the standard, and that's not where we're going. As far as Lincoln goes, I have full confidence in him. He has my full support. He's been incredible getting a chance to work. It's been incredible getting a chance to work more closely with him. Just a reminder. She took the job beginning of August. USC was kicking off the end of August. So it's not like she had a lot, a whole lot of time to kind of get to know Lincoln. It was get to know Lincoln as the season went along. So in that same interview with the LA Times, she also talked about the NIL program. And when she was talking about name, image, and likeness, this is what she said. Our North Star, I want you to focus on that word. This, this goes back to what I'll get there in a second. Our North Star is to aspire to be the unmatched, unquestioned top destination for student athletes to come and reach their full potential in everything that they do. I mentioned a minute ago that um, I, I think that there might have been some more growth from, from Lincoln Riley. At, at the very top in the lead in, I said, I think he got the message. Here's why. During Monday's Zoom call, when Coach Riley was talking with the media, and he was talking about his current staff and the future, I heard the same language. I mean, not verbatim, but some of the words, yes, but the message. 
quote. There's one goal in mind here. Sound familiar? And that's kind of our North Star right now. That's the thing we're staying focused on is building the best defensive staff in America here. Someone obviously convinced Coach Riley that defense needs more attention. Was it Athletic Director Jen Cohn? Was it a burning bush? Was it an epiphany? Who remember? It sounds like, um, it, at least the way I'm interpreting everything, reading the tea leaves, it sounds like uh, Jim Cohn's foresight and North Star uh, have rubbed off on Coach Riley as well. So, heard a lot of good things. It sounds, like I said, I said this a while ago. Coach Riley will get the ultimate final say on his staff, but he has to listen to her boss, to his boss, which happens to be a she. <laughs> and she hears it from her constituents, the people who make it rain at USC. Yeah. Someone had a conversation with Lincoln Riley. It's time to grow as a head coach. You're a great offensive mind, but let's lean a little bit to the defensive side right now. So we'll see. Again, love what I heard. Now I want to see it. Trojan fans, stop stressing out, trying to get tickets. Download the Game Time app. Holiday Bowl's coming up. Go check it out. Get your tickets. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. Trojan fans, are you still on the bandwagon? I think you are. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy. They got it all. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what you're going to get when you arrive. And you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, and you're done. Tickets, they're going to send them right to your phone. You're not going to dig through your email. So snag the tickets without the stress. Do it with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On College for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, covering the top stories, top sports stories of the day. Look the local experts on Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. By the way, um, Caleb Williams, he's not playing in the bowl game. Yeah, just like that. Quick question from the media on Monday. Even quicker answer from Lincoln Riley. Nope, he won't play. He's gone. It was kind of a matter of fact, oh, well. Now you see him, now you don't. So, again, just like that, the Caleb Williams era at USC appears to be over. He's gone. Still nothing official from Caleb 
uh, himself as of yet. Uh, but again, uh, Lincoln Riley was very quick to drop that answer when he was asked. It, was, um, it, it didn't come right away during the, it was about, what, a 45-minute Zoom call that we had. But uh, it was Antonio Morales from The Athletic. He said, uh, any update on Caleb Williams? He said, yeah, nope, not playing. That was that. Caleb still has until January 15th to kind of officially declare for the NFL draft. But remember, I, I said it on yesterday's episode. Uh, Caleb said it would be really unlikely that he would sit out the bowl game if he was coming back to college. So take it for what it's worth. You've, you've seen Caleb Williams wearing the Cardinal gold for the final time. Unfortunately, it wasn't in a win. So I hope everybody enjoyed what they saw uh, in 2023. Caleb had a pretty good season. 3,600 uh, yards through the air, 30 touchdowns throwing the ball, uh, five interceptions. He also added 11 rushing touchdowns, so not bad. I mean, those numbers are better than 95% of the quarterbacks out there. You want to fact check me, go for it. You get the point of where I'm going with this. But I think it highlights stats, uh, last year's stats, where Caleb won the Heisman. They were just way better last year. 4,500 yards passing, 42, 42 touchdowns. I think that really highlights the drop-off he had this year. And what it comes down to, I think in 2023, Caleb, as a player, person, Energizer Bunny, Superman, he ran out of power. As the season kept going, he, the, the juice was just, it, it kept being drained. And it was a combination of the, of the stress having to, you know, let's score like nine points on every offensive drive, trying to make up for the deficiencies you know, on defense, giving up points every time they took the field. And then, you know, I, I think just the, the pressure of the whole thing, it just kept building and building and building, and it, it just, it wore him out. Physically, look, just take, take your own everyday life. Physically, we can handle a lot, but what really, what really knocks us down at the end of the day, it's that mental stress. I don't know too many people who are dealing with the type of physical, any, you know, mental pressure stress that Caleb Williams was dealing with. I mean, I look, we, we saw that emotional release that he had when he kind of what broke down in his mom's arms. That was, that was a hard thing to watch. But again, I, I think at that point, he recognized it. Everybody recognized it. USC wasn't going to achieve all those preseason goals that they had. And at that moment, mom touched him and he just lost it happens so where does caleb williams rank in in the uh annals of trojan lore where is he going to rank as far as the you know being the best as far as being the best quarterback to ever play at usc <clears throat> depends on how you want to um how you want to set that question up statistically you know, he's not going to have any championships. He's not, in other words, he doesn't have the, the Matt Leinart type of resume. Where I would put Caleb Williams 
I would probably put him right there with Carson Palmer. Very comparable. Both won the Heisman. Uh, they, they're both leaving USC with 72 touchdowns, uh, throwing the ball. The comparison for me, where I where I draw the parallel, that both of them played on teams that were limited. And they were asked to do a lot of the heavy lifting. So, again, is he the best quarterback to ever play at USC? No. Is he the most exciting quarterback, the, the most exciting Trojan to ever wear the Cardinal goal? Now, I, I guess, is he one of the best players to ever suit up? That's a different question. And I think that would actually be a really good debate. For me, you know, are you going, is it Reggie Bush or is it Caleb Williams? Most exciting Trojan. That would be a great debate. But now, now, you know, he's not going to be playing on the Holiday Bowl again. We saw him for the last time. Now we get to see what who USC on offense is without Caleb Williams. Remember when I asked uh, Lincoln Riley after the Arizona game? Who, who are you? What's your identity on offense? Now we get to kind of find out. I know they're going to be lean, and I don't mean they're going to be leaning on their running game. They're going to going to be short on numbers, thin on numbers in that running back room. Because uh, he did confirm on Monday that Austin Jones is playing. So what that means, Austin Jones, Quentin Joyner, and Amarian Peterson. Those are your three scholarship running backs who will be in uniform for the game. A reminder, Amarian Peterson has not ran the ball in a game since Stanford, September 9th. So we also know Miller Moss is going to be starting the game. And I, I have a feeling it's going to be, uh, he's going to be playing behind a young offensive line. Uh, because Riley said more players are probably not going to be available for this game uh, by the time it rolls around December 27th. So uh, he mentioned Elijah Page, gave him some big time props uh, on Monday during the Zoom call. Uh, again, I think it's going to be a much different-looking USC team, uh, especially on offense, specifically on offense, as far as who's going to be out there playing. For instance, I, I think a couple of guys who might not even, who might not play just because they're going to get themselves ready for the NFL draft. Uh, Jared Kingston, we know he didn't suit up in the last game of the season. And... I'm just throwing this name out there because I don't think he has anything left to prove. How about Justin Dietrich? You know, what about Jonah Monheim? What's he going to do? He played tackle this year. I don't think he's going to play tackle in the NFL. <clears throat> so is he going to come back? Is he going to play in the bowl game? Where are they going to play? Are they going to finish off a tackle this season? USD's roster against Louisville is going to be young, inexperienced. I think it's going to be very inexperienced and young along the offensive line. Definitely a running back. Um, Austin Jones will be back there. But again, you got him and you got those two true freshmen. And then what about wide receiver? If if Taj Washington decides he's going to jump to the NFL, is he going to play in the game? Brendan Rice is already gone. 
So you're going to have Miller Moss. You're going to have all those young wide receivers. It's going to be an interesting game. And Louisville has a really good defense. You know, pretty much everything is top 20. And they're trying to get their 11th win of the season. And they're going to want to do it against a program named USC that they've never lined up against before. So is Louisville a, a rung up from playing a Tulane? Absolutely. Louisville plays from there in the ACC. This, USC better be prepared. I think it's going to be a fun game. It's going to be an interesting game. But I think uh, offensively, USC has their work cut out for them, especially with the possibility of so many players not being available. So we'll see what happens. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top-tier candidates as possible for your interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team, and they do it faster, and they also do it for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, and that's going to make really a cool place to find somebody to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many qualified candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing a lot of hats and that you have you might not have all the time in the world or the resources to do the hiring. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. They even just launched a feature that helps you write your job descriptions. And that makes the process even easier and even quicker. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com forward slash locked in college. That's LinkedIn.com forward slash locked in college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. One of the questions um, I was asked on the Inside the Trojan Huddle podcast, it'll be out this week. As you know, um, I am also a uh, a writer, a contributor over at wersc.com. And every week we, uh, we do a, about an hour and a half, two hour weekly podcast called Inside the Trojan Huddle. One of the questions that, the panel was asked, do you believe that Lincoln Riley lived up to his end of the bargain in supporting uh, Caleb Williams during his time at USC? My answer on the show was no. And I don't, it wasn't so much a, a slap you know, at Lincoln Riley. Uh, it, it wasn't anything deliberate that Coach Riley chose to do. However, when he didn't address, you know, that, look, the elephant in the room, the defensive coordinator situation after the end of the 2022 season, uh, that it didn't help, right? <laughs> so I, I don't think he did everything he could have done to support Caleb Williams. He, Lincoln Riley knew more than anybody that he was put, using a roster that was put together through the transfer portal all the pieces didn't really fit properly, especially on that defensive side of the ball. And he should have had somebody putting that puzzle together that had an idea of how to make pieces that don't fit, fit by any means necessary, finding a way. <clears throat> so besides that, I think there were some other 
behind the scenes issues that were kind of at play as well. Monday, uh, strength and conditioning coach Benny Wiley, he was on the Trojans Live radio show. And he said a couple of things that really caught my attention. And this goes back to uh, Lincoln Riley saying that he wanted, you know, bigger guys up front on defense. Benny Wiley was asked about this. He says, regarding wanting bigger guys, wanting bigger guys up front on defense, quote, that's great. When it's clear and all members know, it makes my job super easy. When the players know, coaches know. When the standard is set, it's easy because there is just no gray area. End quote. Yeah, I'm, th- there's a little dramatic pause there for me right now. It, are you interpreting that the same way I am? That not everybody on the staff, offense, defense, head coach, whomever, have the same vision of what players should look like? At least on the defensive side of the ball, it sounds like that. Uh, Coach Wiley continued. Wiley, not Riley. I want to make sure I made that clear. There's a ton of teams that are already in that conference. He's referring to the big conference. That are big and fast. You can do the same thing here. So it's not optional. It's non-negotiable. You don't get an opinion. You get to lift. You get to eat. And that's it. So apparently the message has been sent. Get bigger on defense. (laughs) So Monday was a really revealing day, either from Lincoln Riley talking to the media on Monday or Benny Wiley dropping those little nuggets Monday when he got the opportunity on the Trojans Live radio show. Speaking of revelations, um, did you see Rayleigh Brown's tweet? Well, he's officially in the transfer portal. Uh, December 4th, it was open to everybody, uh, not just grad transfers. Rayleigh Brown tweeted out, quote, I'm a running back that can play receiver. Interesting, huh? Interesting choice of words. It sounds like he wasn't totally cool uh, with the move to wide receiver this season. And when he agreed to do it, I don't think he was prepared to play second fiddle, second string, or third string. (laughs) Again, players of Rayleigh Brown's caliber capability, they don't jump into the transfer portal unless they're not happy, unless they don't have a role, unless they've been told you don't have a role. Maybe not those exact words, Message sent, message received. Rayleigh Brown is going to be able to choose from quite a few different programs wherever he wants to go. Something it'll be Oregon. I'm picking the field. I think there's other teams out there that he'll be interested in. What's going on uh, as far as player movement, recruiting? Well, Lincoln Riley and Danton Lynn, they did an in-home visit together. Uh, They stopped off at Marcellus Williams' house over the weekend. Good place to start. Uh, he's probably the class of 2024 highest rated player. So that's a really good place to start. Uh, look, we know USC is going to be active in the transfer portal. 
if defense is going to be number one on the priority list, how about defensive lineman Walter Nolan from Texas A&M? How about Mikhail Williams from Georgia? Uh, they're both in the transfer portal. And because they're both available, reminder, Mikhail Williams was actually committed to USC when Clay Helton was the head coach at USC. But there was no way uh, that commitment was going to stick. Uh, not that caliber of player. Not at that time where USC was. Yeah, I believe Nolan and uh, Walter Nolan and Bear Alexander, they're Texas schoolyard buddies. So you got that working for you. Uh, Bear Alexander, he played with Mikhail Williams at Georgia. You got that working for USC. So is this possible? Could they could they make that happen? Could USC's NIL be attractive enough? Or is that just too expensive of a of an idea? Getting both of those guys in the same transfer class. I, I think we have to find out who the defensive line coach is going to be first. So don't wait too long. Uh, because if you can pull those guys, match them up with a Bear Alexander and what else you've got coming in in the recruiting class, you got Braylon Shelby that came in. You got DJ Peavy that came in last year. There's some good parts. I'm getting the weight room with with uh, Benny Wiley. Get bigger. Some good stuff happening. Possibilities. Something else is going on. Finalist for the Jet Award. What was this called before? Is this a new thing? Because the Jet Award doesn't sound like it's real, but it is. It's the nation's outstanding return specialist. Your three finalists. Uh, Jacob DeJesus from UNLV, Jaden Harrison from Marshall, and some guy named Zachariah Branch from USC. Who's going to win? The big eyebrow raiser from the weekend was Lincoln Riley doing that speed dating thing with uh, <coughs> me. the quarterback from Kansas State, Will Howard. I called it speed dating because it was quick in and out. I don't know if he was offered, but Kansas State cornerback Will Lee was offered by SC in his one year as a uh, Wildcat because he started off at Iowa Western. In 2023, he was sixth on the team in tackling. Uh, had 42 tackles as a cornerback, one and a half tackles for loss, two interceptions, and six PB, uh, pass breakups. Somebody to consider. Now, I mentioned on the whole, um, Miller Moss, Malachi Nelson, that's your quarterback depth chart. And that's why Lincoln Riley is out maybe scouring the transfer portal for a quarterback. What Lincoln Riley said during Monday's uh, Zoom call with the media, I, I think it sheds some light on why he's looking for a transfer portal transfer portal quarterback. And I think it has more to do with Nelson than it does with Miller. Let me read this. My goal right now is to always have multiple guys in the room that you feel like are starter level guys that you feel like can really compete. I've been super pleased with Miller. Talk about him first, just in his development. Very excited for the way he's progressed. I think he's been really, really strong here as the backup the last two years. And I think he has gained a lot of momentum. 
I think he really improved as a player. I would have liked to have been able to play him a little bit more here in the last couple of years. But, but the opportunities that he has had, he's played well and he's moved us well, which I think is no surprise. So I fully expect him to be in the mix no matter what happens. Malachi is obviously a young guy. He's got a world of talent. He's working hard. And he's had a few physical hurdles he's had to overcome, which he uh, which has not been, it hasn't been necessarily been the smoothest of years. And a lot of it out of his control, trying to get back healthy where he can train and develop to the level that he wants to and where we all want to. He's certainly going to get there and certainly has a bright future and has battled through a lot of things. So we're eager to get him back completely healthy and back to where he's developing on a really fast track. And I don't think he's that far away from that, but he's still been a but that's still been a little bit of a process. Sorry about that. That was a, that was a mouthful. So um I think it's because whether it's something he can control or not, if it's due to injury, it's it's where Malachi Nelson has developed so far as a true freshman. That's it, that's how I interpret it. There's that's where the lack of comfort comes from. Not so much Miller Moss. I think it's it's behind Miller. So as far as hitting the transfer portal for offensive line players, um, Lincoln said that he's going to be less reliant on the transfer portal uh, with with regards to building his offensive line of this season, noting that they're, they're going to look at maybe one, maybe two guys. It sounds like they're really leaning on the 2022 and 2023 guys. And then one last note before we get out of here for this episode of Locked on USA, Reggie Bush. He's being inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. So one more time, NCAA, Heisman Trust, give him back his damn Heisman Trophy Award already. If the NCAA is willing to put him into the College Football Hall of Fame, let's end the charade. Give him that bronze trophy. USC, put it back inside Heritage Hall. Make everybody have a very happy Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. This should be a part of it. All right, that's it for this episode of Locked on USC. I will be back again with another episode tomorrow. That's what we do five times a week. So until then, everyone, you know what to do.